everybody, real quick before we get into the episode, I just wanted to drop a quick note about our Patreon. Uh, we we dropped the Patreon monthly fees to the lowest that that Patreon actually recommends. Three dollars a month is all it takes now to support New Dad, Newer Dad, and become a part of our community on Facebook. Um, we're trying to grow that. We, we've stalled out. We've got some great guys in there. Um, we want to keep building that. Uh, and ladies. Um, and yeah, we got a couple ladies in there. Uh, this is not just for dads. That's all. We just want to build the community so that we can do more things. And, and we just need a way to get more people involved in the community. So $3 a month is all it takes to uh, to support us. So patreon.com slash new dad, newer dad. Enjoy the show. Everybody, welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode number 75. I don't think you're going to be happy with that entrance. Eric Smith here is always with Dustin Lopez. Why? What did I? I didn't do anything different. It was really muffled. Was it? Am I too close yeah. to the mic? Yeah, you were way too close. There you go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to New Dad, Newer Dad, episode number 75. I am Eric Smith. I'm here as always with Dustin Lopez, and I'll probably just leave that part in there. That's fine. Muffled part, just for fun. Eric, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you like me? Um, right now? No, just in general. Average. <laughs> You're so hard to read sometimes. Has anyone ever told you that? Maybe that's on purpose. You you make it, it's on, your, it's on purpose for you to not be able to be read? Um, I don't know. What, what's your problem with me? <laughs> I don't have a problem. I just I don't I don't know. There's nothing there's nothing to get excited about. What do you mean there's so many things to get excited about? Did you hear today that they're that Pfizer's issuing another two hundred million vaccines by May? Oh I by thought May, maybe, dude. Oh maybe you're gonna say that they, they recovered a typewriter from the Titanic or something. No, dude, two hundred million. That's two thirds of our nation. Done. Good. Actually, no. That's plus the hundred million they already they already prescribed. This that's three hundred million vaccinations, man. Fantastic. That takes care of everybody by May. This thing is over soon. Okay. You're not excited about that. Cool. I'll be excited when it's over. Well, I, I I'm excited at the prospect of it being over. So I guess we'll just leave that on and we'll leave that there. Okay. Um, so I got, I have a really important topic to talk about later. Something that, um, huge, 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 huge. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to save that for a little bit from now, but, uh, you know, I think it's, uh, February, the month of love, uh, but it's also Black History Month. I thought I would recognize that at the onset of the show. Um, what do you? What are you? What are your thoughts on Black History Month? It's cool. It's cool. It's just like everything else. Super cool. I uh, I heard a quote by LeBron James. I'm sure he didn't come up with it himself. Uh, but 
basically, uh, it w- he was saying after the game the other night, I think it was the Hawks game, uh, that every month is Black History Month. It's just that they gave Black History Month the shortest month. And uh, he said it's like kind of sounded perturbed about it. And uh, I had never really thought about that until I heard him say that. You ever heard that? Uh, can you repeat it? Uh, so basically he said every month is Black History Month. Uh, they just gave uh, Black History Month the shortest month out of out of the year. And uh, I think his point is, is that, you know, history is history. And what you choose to recognize is what you choose to recognize. And uh, that doesn't mean that that's the way history was. Mm-hmm. And it's unfortunate that they gave February the shortest month to um, people of the black culture. I could not agree more. You think that was a concerted effort? Uh, I don't know. It's interesting to think about. I never, I literally never thought about it before that. Let's say, um, when was Black History Month started? Like who, Ooh, like when did that be? question actually. Black History Month. Yeah, so there's, it was actually a week. And it used, the event grew out of Negro History Week, the brainchild of noted historian Carter G. Woodson. Huh. Never knew. And this is, I guess, the point, is that our history is only what we recognize as being our history, not necessarily, you know, a uh, an equivalent of what was really happening. So, this is... See, uh, um, NAACP was founded on February 12, 1909. So it was just, maybe it was just more about February. I don't think anybody was like, hey, let's give them the shortest No, no, it it coincided with the birthday of Abraham Lincoln. That was when it was in 1926, Negro History Week was was established. This is the precursor Mm -hmm. for Black History Month. Black History Month was uh, created in 1970 at the illustrious Kent State University here in Cleveland, Ohio. Well, in Kent, Ohio, but yeah. close enough. So that's kind of neat, isn't it? Gerald Ford uh, officially recognized it in 1976. Damn. You know, and, and, mm. and this is what I was telling somebody earlier. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but like the fact that 1976. No, I wasn't talking about this on the podcast. I was talking with my friends, uh, Elliot and Abby. You know, the crazy part is, is that I just saw those are are made up names. I know. I do not have any friends. Um, You know, it was it was in my lifetime, in my in my in my parents' lifetime, which is you know eight years before I was born or something like that. Women weren't even allowed to have a checking account without their husband co-signing on it, like. That's insane to me, right? And you think about like Black History. Why did they change that? What's that? Why did they change that? Change it. Oh, very funny. Lost my train of thought. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah. So, oh, I remember now. So, like, 
the fact that like Black History Month was like a thing, you know, eight years before I was born, that's just like crazy to me. Because people that were born in like 2002, like that's so far removed, I feel like, from the, the same point. Do you feel like that? Yeah, I don't, I don't really like thinking about people that were born in the early 2000s because they're yeah. already like 19. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, they grew up in a world that messed up. Anyway, I thought I would um, open up our our episode on that. Um, I did have a couple of um, just things regarding black history uh, that I thought uh, would be, I don't know, fun to share. I don't know if anybody really knows about uh, I mean, we, I think we had Black History Month growing up in school, but and we learned about like Martin Luther King and Harriet Tubman and Rosa Parks, um, you know that kind of stuff. But I think uh, I don't know if I could share some other facts. Kind of fun. What do you think? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So a uh, couple things. Um, first thing would be. Uh, the first lawyer, uh, first black lawyer, was a man by the name of John Mercer Langston. Oh, shit. Did, could you hear that? A little bit. He was an Ohio native, by the way. A lot of, a lot of Ohio stuff. Like, yeah, I feel like Ohio is like uh, the beginning or first of stuff. Like most of them happen in Ohio. It's very weird. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, the uh, one thing that it was came up in a um an episode of Outlander. Do you know this show, Outlander? I I know of it. I haven't watched. Yeah, it. Melissa and I've been watching it um for a couple of years now. Um, on you know kind of backlog. Um, but we're in one of the seasons now where they talk about Quakers. And how Quakers were against the idea of slavery. And uh, that was in the 1600s, you know, a couple hundred years before, uh, you know, Lincoln and the Emancipation Proclamation and stuff. So I thought that that was interesting. Um, And the last thing um, is all about um, one that kind of took me back a little bit because, you know, you, uh, you see things in pop culture. Uh, and there was this character, Betty Boop. Do you know Betty Boop? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was actually, um, inspired by a black jazz singer in Harlem, um, by the name of Esther Jones. I don't know if you knew that. She did not. Yeah. She, uh, she was in the inspiration for, for Betty Boop. So any case, um, I don't know where I was going with all this, but I just feel like we should probably not just regulate black history to one month out of the year and uh, recognizing all sorts of different historical accomplishments should be a year-long thing uh, for all sorts of people, um, especially those that have been marginalized in the history books. I'm a big proponent of that. So, What else you got for me? Nothing. I I agree with that. Um, 
Just, I always think about this thing that Morgan Freeman said. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it like a, a famous quote of his? It's something that he said. It might have been to like Larry King. Morgan Freeman on. Larry King just passed away. Yes. Oh, shit. No, it's going to be a YouTube video. Um, he, he basically, this was, and this is a long time ago, this was like uh, at least 10, 11 years ago, probably 10, where he's like, I don't, he, he's, he called it Black History Month ridiculous. He's like, I don't, I don't want Black History Month. I just want Black History to be a part of American history. Yeah, exactly. Why, why are we separating the two things? Right. Well, and, and uh, that actually, you know, tying it back to the podcast here. But he also, uh, and this, I guess this is problematic because he said the, the way to get rid of racism was to stop talking about it. But I think that we've, we've realized that that just probably just leads to more issues. Well, that's, that's the thing that anti-racist baby book that, that I bought or mm-hmm. first bought, I don't know, you know, which one it was, but um, if you read that storybook, um, it's actually really insightful in that regard because it does say that we need to recognize, you know, when uh, things are racist and but not based on people, but policy. And we need to recognize those kinds of things. You're you're absolutely right, you know, and that's a that's a great he 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 had it right and he had it wrong. Mm-hmm. I think that's what LeBron was trying to kind of point out. Right. You know, it doesn't need to not be talked about, but it also just needs to be. Yeah, it needs to be acknowledged that then you can make the the changes that need to be made. Exactly. Exactly. So. <coughs> um. Yeah. Cool, dude. Well, um, I have a, a like I said, a pretty big topic today and i don't know if maybe we've kind of covered this in a different light but i started taking personal responsibility for the amount of phone usage i have um, in my own life and uh, it was funny the bump put out an article um in june of 2017 but it popped up in my feed for some reason. And the title of the article is Too Much Tech, Parental Phone Use Linked to Child Misbehavior. Kids aren't the only ones encouraged to back off of screen time. Obviously, screen time is a big thing for for me and um, something I've struggled with with the kids. But, um, you know, my mom, whenever she's in town, put down your phone, put down your phone. Melissa's always, put down your phone, put down your phone. I don't know. Do you feel like you're on your phone too much in front of the kids? Um, I mean, I'm... I'm always on my phone. Yeah, that's a problem. The, the problem is that I'm always on my phone, but I'm not. I'm not doing anything. I'm literally just death scrolling all the time. Yeah, and I put time limits on my uh, on certain apps or yeah. websites. And what am I at? I'm at like I, I set it for like five hours for the day for Facebook, TikTok, Instagram. Pornhub as a whole. You didn't get a rim shot in there. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) How how difficult do you think that it is for you to not check new messages and stuff? 
Oh, I mean, new messages and, and new emails and stuff. I, I can't have red dots on my phone. Yeah, it's 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 a problem. It's a it's a real problem. I feel the same way. That's not even the the problem. Like if that's all I was doing, that wouldn't be a problem. My it's problem is growing in addition to that. Up TikTok and just boom, 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 just keep going. This is all I do. How frequently do you worry about, um, you know, not looking at your phone? What do you mean? Like how many times is your phone down in a day, and you're like. And you pick it up and 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 you know start scrolling. How many times do you pick it up and like start scrolling as opposed to how, not how many hours are you on it, but how many I times? Mean the same, the same amount of times as I put it down. Very funny. Would you say more than thirty? Probably, yeah. More than a hundred. Ooh, I don't know about that. So this is the thing. Is that I started counting the amount of times I picked up my phone. Yeah. And that's when I started realizing well, just the act of counting is gonna get you to do it less, no? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's why I don't that's why I feel like some diets are absolute bullshit. Because most diets are bullshit. Be, well, it's because if you're on a diet, you're probably just eating healthier too. Because you're trying to be conscious. Mm. Like if you're if you're saying oh I'm regulating whatever food I put into my body you're also gonna worry about the quality of that food you're gonna worry mm-hmm. about you know what I mean so when I started picking up my phone and counting every time and having that active recognition that's when I started realizing like hey I'm doing this far too much and when I'm hanging out with the kids they have this insatiable you know, laughter going on and, 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 and I'm missing all of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, how many times are you, are you, are you having mealtime? How many times is there playtime happening? Even routine stuff, you know, where you're missing stuff and were you checking messages and were you checking emails and were you, you know, scrolling through TikTok while your children are doing things and then try to look at yourself and say, Hey, how crappy of a parent I am. And then how much, how often does your child whine or sulk or throw a tantrum or, you know, how easily is your child frustrated? Well, they're learning that because you're not paying attention to them. They're learning those, that hyperactivity, that restlessness. 48% of parents, this is the stat, 48% of parents said two or three technology interruptions were standard for a given day. I feel like that is absolute bullshit. There has to be 98% of people that are interrupted by technology. And I think that it's not even two or three times. I think it's like close to 60. Because I feel like we all do this. That's yeah, that's stupid. So this is this is definitely a, a problem. I think that uh, the I even wish that I was actually like active on it and like posting things because at least posting stuff would yeah, exactly. would be like you know either promoting our brand or you know the DJ thing, right? Just, and getting more followers is a good thing. Um, but you're I not even doing that. that. I'm not even doing that. Like I posted one Instagram in the last I don't know seven months on my yeah. personal one. Like, well, let me let me tell you this as well. There's um there's actually an I've had this 
I've, I've had this open. Do you ever open up Safari tabs on your phone and just leave mm. it there so you don't forget it? Mm-hmm. So I've had this one open for a really long time. Did your phone freeze up with the, the new? No. With the 14? My, my phone freezes up constantly. So there's this website called Only Pult, P-U-L-T. Um, and you actually have to pay for it. But it only allows you to post on social media rather than look at it. Hmm. I need that. So you just use this service and you can only post on it. Wow. So 10, 10, 50 a month, you get three accounts, one manager, 10 tracked users. Huh? And posting. Wow. This is fantastic. This is exactly what I need because I don't want to be on social media. I only want to be using it for what it. I'm this might have been um, something from the minimalist that I can't remember. It yeah. might have been great. I man. From the minimalist, I just haven't. I've had it sitting here because I can't justify paying ten dollars a month at the moment for another yeah. service. No, this is great, really. Um, wow. One platform to work with social media, posting to social media, blogs, and working with images and videos, teamwork, saves you time. One control panel for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Google, my business, blah, blah, blah. Upload videos to your social networks from your PC. That's just so you, and you, that's so you can post on it without having, without having the apps on your phones to desk scroll. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this, this is great. That, that tab has been sitting in my Safari app for I don't know how long. Well, let me tell you this. Um, Someday. You know, the, uh, the article goes on to talk about things like uh, parental stress, depression. It affects your income, education, co-parenting quality. Like if you have problems co-parenting, like with your spouse or your significant other, look at how many times you pick up your phone in a day. That's going to be something right there alone. That's mm. going to affect a major, major amounts. And um, even low and normal amounts of technology interruptions are linked to, to child behavior problems like whining, hyperactivity, and temper tantrums, it says. So, I mean, this is legit. And, you know, I, I worry all the time about screen time for them. And I'm the real freaking problem. Yeah, that's not... Yeah. I don't worry about it at all for Bo, even though like he asks for it a lot, but we only give it to him once or twice a day for a little bit. And he's usually pretty receptive when we tell him like, Oh, it's dead. You can't use it. He's like, Oh, okay. Can you charge it? Um, what about Quinn? Quinn will watch with him. He's the only one that he navigates in the YouTube kids thing. And that's it. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, he's usually watching videos of people acting out scenes with toys like PJ masks and stuff. Okay. But he uses it when she's napping mostly. And then sometimes when she's awake. Um, but yeah, he's not, he's not a problem at all. And this was, this was something that when I was doing, what's it called? Better help. That's something that we were talking about a lot is finding ways for me to not be on my phone. And I even got the 12 mini, small you know the smaller phone to hope like maybe that will 
help me use it less because it's smaller. <laughs> Um, but she gave me like little tips and tricks, like set an alarm at night to put my phone away and read a book in bed rather than, you know, just scrolling and scrolling. I think that helps quiet the mind for sure. Yeah. I need to do that. I've been, uh, I'm done with succession now, so nothing really Um, to watch besides that and the bachelor at the moment. Well, uh, let me tell everybody um, some tips on um, some oh. tips that I learned as well, in addition to what Eric said there. Um, oh, you're not going to wait for me? Go ahead. Just a tip. Just for a second. Just to see how it feels. Um, so, a couple things. Uh, first thing, if you're not a scheduled person, um, schedule. Second thing. That's the book I'm reading right now is... Trying time to teach how to, how to time block. Yeah, yeah. Super, it's super important. 12-week year. There you go. Um, do you have push notifications on your on your phone? For some stuff. I have it turned off for most things. Yeah, so like that's like 100%. First thing everybody should do when you're listening right now, go into your phone, go into your settings, turn off the push notifications. This is like automatically going to help with um you know reduction of phone time the other thing is is i don't know if this is an android function i'm sure that it is because they're always way ahead of apple but um in an in an iphone you can set your favorites and you can have phone calls only come in from your favorites so that you know nobody's bothering you with a phone call or anything like that unless they're really important and you can set the amount of calls that it would take to trigger that too. So you can like, I have it um, like when I'm DJing weddings, I go to do not disturb like right, start, exactly. starting at like eight o'clock or something. Yeah. And, but I have June on there as like the exception and, and she needs to call twice in order to trigger it. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know if I learned this trick from you, but uh, I think it did where your home screen is a picture and it's no apps. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Um, and then your your cell phone. Uh, now, this is the hardest one for me because I use it as a noise machine and a, an alarm and a multifunctional device. Get the phone out of the bedroom. It does not belong in the bedroom. You will sleep better. You will feel better. You will be more well-rested. You will be more motivated. This is like 100% Everybody needs to get their phone out of their bed, out of the bedroom. It should not be sitting next to your head for eight hours while you sleep or six hours while you sleep. Get it out of the bed. Um, and uh, I don't, I don't, where how's it possible? I'm trying to figure out where I would even put it if it's not in the bedroom. In the kitchen. Like That's so far away. Yeah, that's the point. But I can't, then I can't hear anything. What if there is an emergency? For what? The people in your house or the people you, you like? Yes. Um, can't be across the room? No. It shouldn't be because you're going to eventually get up to pee. You're going to grab your phone and you're going to bring it back into bed. It's just what's going to look. Don't let your phone be the last thing you see at night or the first thing that you see in the morning. 
And I'm you also can use an alarm clock. Using it to read my book too. That's great. Then get a get a uh, a, a paper. What do they call the Amazon I'll, paper? I know. I'll get an iPad. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, That's better. That'll be better. This is this is the real thing. I mean, for people for people that that like work with their phone a lot, the 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 worst thing you can do is wake up and be tempted to start your day by getting you know vortex into an avalanche of messages and updates. That's just yeah, there's there's nothing worse than waking up and seeing a text from Dustin at seven in the morning. You love my text messages in the morning, and I'm already working for three hours by that point. So I, know, I hate seeing. I I don't want to see your your messages until I'm at work. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's fine. So, um, you know, the, uh, one of the good ways actually, now that you're actually saying this is that if you want to use your Hold phone on. in bed, yeah. huh? What? Um, if you want to use your phone in bed to read something, go out, get an audible, to, uh, an audible, I'm, uh, that's what I meant. I'm, I'm using audible. Sorry. Great. I'm, I'm not so, reading it. So then terrible. go get a smart speaker, put it in your room. It can be your alarm clock. It can be your, it can like you know, Amazon Alexa, whatever. Um, it can be your alarm clock. It can be your audible, all those things. And everything is great. So that's put a smart speaker to use, put it in your room and it's great, you know, and you'll have a way to still ask all your basic questions via voice. Here's what I'm going to do Okay. tonight. So I'm going to move my charging pad across the room. Baby steps. Okay. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to... I just I ripped one. Did you hear that? No. Okay. Um, set, set an alarm with my Google Home. Let's see how that works out. Okay. Right now that's on June's side. I'm sure she doesn't care. Um, but I want to read my book at night. How do I hey, listen? Listen to it, man. It's fine. You'll probably but, end up falling asleep a lot faster because who wants probably, to? When I'm listening to it, I want to hit clip to save things. Well, that's when you get a little notepad and a pen and you sit there in bed and you can take some notes. So write fast enough and I, I, I want to go back and hear it again if I'm writing it down. Okay, well then you can say pause. Anyways, you just um, say pause to your AirPods. Yeah, you can say, "Hey, stop the stop the music." I'm not going to play it on a Google or anything like that. Okay, well then, in well, why do you have your AirPods in? No, the whole point is a smart speaker. I don't. I don't want to do that because then June have to listen to it, and that would be a terrible decision. Well, can you can you AirPod your can you AirPod to a to a device like that? What do you mean? Can you connect your AirPods to your Google Home thing? No, I don't think so. Okay, well, that's a good I idea. I, I got it. I can do it to my iPad. Okay, well, I'm going to get on to my next tip. La- almost the last tip. Um, so one one thing, if you if you still are having problems after all these tips, okay, there's a last ditch effort, okay. And if you go into the accessibility functions in your phone and you, if you're on an iPhone, then you can go to display accommodations and you can turn on color filters and then scroll down to grayscale and turn your phone gray. I tried that. Did you? 
I did. I didn't even know this was a thing. It was this was like three years ago I tried this. Really? I we've definitely talked about this before in early episodes. No, I've never I have never known this. If hundred percent because I've tried it and it just got it just got super annoying. I never talked about going this through Instagram like I want to see what color stuff is. Yeah, that's the whole point is to get off of Instagram. I know, but it's I even do you are you familiar with the light phone? No. Have you heard of that? So is this is it this company that made this like tiny little phone that just oh. piggybacks off of your phone? Yeah. And it doesn't do anything except make calls and it's just right. it's like the barely the bigger than a credit card. Yeah, I remember I that. Bought, I bought one of those. <laughs> Did you? I just couldn't I couldn't figure out how I wanted it. Like I just couldn't make it work and I ended up selling it for more than it was than, than I bought it for because they stopped selling the, the first version of it. Really? That thing and stuff. So I bought it for like 200 bucks and I sold it for like 450. Huh. Um, so these are all things that I've tried. Wow. Okay. And I, and I got the, that was like, I think, was it the same time I got the cellular Apple Watch? Because I was like, if I get the cellular Apple Watch, then I won't take my phone with me as many places because I won't need it. People can reach me. But nothing changed. Well, let me ask you a personal question. Mm. Have you ever been irritated or impatient around the kids because you were so in, you know, ingrained in your... In, in whatever was happening on your device that, you know, they did something and, and you were really irritable or impatient? Of course. I want to look yeah. at my phone. I don't want to deal with you kids. So there you go. You're, you're, you're articulating the last point that I have on this. And that is, it's all about healthy parenting. And your kids will feel sad. They'll feel mad. They'll be angry and lonely when you're using your cell phones. And I don't know about you, but I don't like feeling lonely and I would never, ever, ever want my kids to feel that way. And I I feel so horrible because I work from home still quite a bit when Mateo's like, you know, daddy play, you know, play. And he grabs my hand and he tries to pull me over there and, and I'm like, nobody, I got to finish this email or whatever. The email can wait. The email can wait for another three hours until he goes to bed the the TikTok can wait another, you know, three hours before, you know, you want to take that time and use it at the end of the night after they go to bed. Great. You know, skip, skip recording the podcast one night or something like that, but compartmentalizing this stuff so that your kids don't feel angry and don't feel lonely because you're sitting there on your phone, not paying attention to them, not parenting them. You know, this is it interfering with their social and emotional development and you know that that's something that, um, you know, later on, you're going to be like, what the hell was I thinking? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm a huge, huge, huge advocate now for this. I think it might become my thing that I talk about uh, often enough to be really annoying about. Um, but, you know, we got to we got to detox. We got to detox because this is just too much. You need to lower lower my limits on those apps and then also like when i do this time blocking they said like one of the things you should do is like give yourself you know 
some time to actually do that stuff like but but have it be like a reward for after you've done like you know other things and they said like three hours a day like do and like all at once they're like take a break three hour break in the middle of the work day and and just do whatever you want Hmm. but obviously i'm not going to do that um but yeah that's something that i struggle with for sure yeah i think we all do and um scrolling through instagram while we talk what i mean when is enough enough you know <clears throat> like what are your what are your goals that you're trying to attain in life and how distracting is that stuff and some people are not distracted by social media i know plenty of people that are not social media people and that's fine they're they're distracted with the emails for work or whatever. So it's, it maybe it's not about the goals that you're trying to attain or anything like that, but rather uh, going back to the idea like the, that your, your kids are, are so important and their development is so important. And when you have 32% of kids saying, you know, that they feel unimportant in their parents' lives because their parents are always on their cell phones. I mean, that's a, that's a big freaking deal, big, big deal, you know? So that's what I got for you. That's my big topic for the day. Do we have anybody in the in the uh, the room with us? No. That's commenting. Not at the moment. Uh, Light phone two pre order. What that that was a long time ago. Three hundred. So unimportant by you right now, Eric. Uh, I'm just looking at the light phone. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> well. Um, uh, so part of that, the 12 week year, um, the, the, their big thing is just like, just be aware of everything that you're doing and just thinking, is this, is this helping me towards any of the goals that I've set? Hmm. And obviously death scrolling is probably not. No, no, not at all. So It's easy to talk about, really hard to actually practice. It's like uh, Mitch Hedberg said, it's it's like trying to start flossing. Speaking of floss, what you know what they uh, you know what they call celery? What's that? The tooth floss of the butthole. What? Why? I don't know. Actually, I should look that up. I, I've always said that, and I, I have no idea. comes out in a string. Thoughts of the. I feel like you just made that up. No, 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 no. <laughs> do not, do not Google tooth floss of the butthole. Exactly what I'm about to tooth floss, and I found. Um, you know, usually I have to listen to this again to come up with the title of the episodes. Tooth floss of the butthole is, um, but you nailed it. Did I wait? Did I? Was it real? But butt floss, dog butt floss. Today I pulled a piece of dental floss out of my ass. This is not a thing, Dustin. No, no, no. It it is. It's just hold on. Here it is. I'll... <laughs> Celery, nature's toothbrush for your colon. Yeah, isn't that funny? Wait, do people use it? Wait, hold on. People are putting it in their butt? No. 
<laughs> Nobody is putting it in their mouth. It's just because it's rich with fiber, it's packed with vitamins, and it's, oh, I don't get it. I don't know where I saw this at one point in my life. Like, that's hilarious. Celery is nature's toothbrush for your anus. That makes it sound like you're it's nature's toothbrush for your anus. <laughs> it makes it sound like you're putting it in your mom, mom I'm sorry for this conversation. <laughs> like scrape out the stuff. Like there's just a meme that is as a piece of celery in peanut butter and it says celery it's nature's toothbrush for your anus that's what i've heard okay. i've always i've always used that phrase and i don't know why and now that now that i'm looking at all the pictures uh, <laughs> in the correct orifice this is all just about people putting celery in their butt why would somebody do that well apparently cuz it's like tooth tooth floss Okay. There's this old book that is just enjoy celery, nature's toothbrush for your colon, not a floss. Floss is very weird. Toothbrush, I kind of get, but there's this picture of the celery with a toothbrush and he's sticking it in a guy's butt. Are you seeing this? No, no, no. Yes, I am seeing it. That's I think that's where I saw it and I got it. And I. This guy's way too happy about the toothbrush going in his butt. No, okay, now I now I get it. Hold on. So just keep, keep give me a second, okay? So 10 health benefits of celery. It lowers inflammation, reduces high cholesterol, treats high blood pressure, but this is where it gets and pre- prevents uh, liver diseases. Uh, it aids in weight loss because uh, it's low in calories. It fights infections. It's actually an it's an it's a negative calorie, right? Because it takes more calories to eat it than it has. Yeah, I think so. It prevents ulcers. Be ulcers. Regu- regular consumption of celery can help prevent and treat painful ulcers. It can also treat water retention, relieving bloating, and boost digestion. And eating celery on a regular basis can help prevent bacterial infections within the digestive tract and reproductive organs. And celery is one of the cancer-protective vegetables that also includes fennel, carrots, parsnips, and parsley. But I do not see anything about a butt. Other than cleansing the body. Parent. All right. Well, before we get a book, I guess we'll mention, as we talked about it before we started recording, uh, June got sworn in as a citizen of the United States today. Is there a sound effect for that? Because I feel like there should be. Oh, a- no, I was going as I was saying it. I was in my head. I was going. There you go. Um. No, I don't have that. Okay. Well. Ding. So I couldn't. I couldn't go up there with her in the building to watch it happen. She could. She wasn't allowed to have anybody take a picture of her getting sworn in because of COVID. So I dropped her off, picked her up, and then we went out to lunch. And she got a flag, and she changed her name in the process. Like I guess it's just something you can do 
as a part of the naturalization process is just change your name. Like so it she makes changed the it. process very easy. So she changed it to June or she changed it from June to something else? No, she changed it from her crazy real name to June Smith. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Okay. She went from, you know, one in, you know, however many people there are in the world to one in a lot. Or a few. She was the only one of her name uh, anywhere. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah, her her first name was super uncommon in Thailand and her last name was really uncommon. Oh, you mean as a whole put together it was, it was yeah. She's one of one. Gotcha. Interesting. And now she's a smith. Did I text you about the unclaimed funds thing today? No. Oh, do you know that Ohio has a department of unclaimed funds? Yeah. Yeah, so I had like five accounts that I needed to claim. I have like several hundred dollars that I just mm. have never claimed. Yeah, I think I found one once that was like 70 bucks or like $32 or something. Yeah. Didn't seem like it was even worth it to go through the, the trouble. Yeah. Well, I have um, a book, so whenever you're ready. Books. Books. I said books. We're not we're not doing looks anymore. Oh. Books. Uh so today's book is uh is a is a series book, actually. Um and uh, we're we're trying to teach Mateo about uh, yes, I do have two children. I know I never talk about the other one. Um, Solomon will end end up reading all these as well. But this today's cool. book is is called uh, the series is called Right Now. And uh, Right Now is a series of uh, how to be certain things. Uh, and so today's book is I Am Brave. Right now, I am brave. And uh, the author is Daniela Owen, and the illustrator. Uh, I will not be able to pronounce uh, the name of, um, and forgive me, uh, only because I don't know. Um, I, it it might be something that's a, a bit of a Nordic name, um, and I don't know how to read some of those syllables. So you'll have to excuse me on that. But Daniela Owen is the author. Cons- um, consonant heavy? No, it's Golchi Bechik, maybe. Golchi Bechik? I don't know. In any case, I apologize. Um, in any case, this is a uh, a series of books. Um, right now, I am brave. Right now, I am fine. Right now, I am kind. All three things, uh, you know, great uh, things to to teach your your children. Um, I think it's difficult when Mateo throws tantrums, uh, like a lot of two year olds. Uh, to get him to calm down sometimes he throws things and i'm trying to work with him on that um i hope that he learns to start to control some of his more uh intense emotions like anger um and so i'm hoping that reading some of these books will uh, help in that process i thought maybe you'd be doing some Black history books for this month? Uh, no, that's going to be next month because it's not just one week, Eric. I mean, like, I thought you'd be doing it like every week. 
oh, well, uh, no, I, I was just going to do a, a couple. I have um, some of them slated. There's one that's called I Can Do Hard Things Mindful Aff Affirmations for Kids. Um, it's a, a good one for next week, but maybe we'll uh, just bring that one to this week. So if you want another book, I Can Do Hard Things Mindful Affirmations for Kids. Same kind of topic. Oh, um, just this is something weird. So... If there's anybody, we have any listeners in Pittsburgh that have tiny little babies or are going to have tiny little babies or just one baby, um, and you want a Pittsburgh Penguins Wubbanub, shoot me a message or shoot us a message, New Dad, Newer Dad on Instagram, and I will send you one. I accidentally bought, they were doing a, a charity thing, and I accidentally bought two of them for Ford. So I have one still in the package. Be happy to send it to someone for them to use. So, Pittsburgh Penguins well, but it was pretty awesome. It's a penguin, and then it has the the logo on the butt. Other than the fact that it represents a Pittsburgh sports team, I think uh, all is good. Whatever, Pittsburgh sports fans are better than Cleveland sports fans. <laughs> I don't know how you could say that. I'm ending my partnership with you because I've I've been there. Okay. Why don't you go back? Um, what else was I going to say? Um, we got a new review. Oh, pray tell. Del Duncan. We got a few messages on Instagram. I'm not sure if you saw that. I did not. Um, and we have a couple new um, patrons. Oh. Have you not been paying attention in Facebook? Um, actually, the the last week I'm rolling out something new. Uh, many people don't know about uh, our platform. Maybe I'll give a little shout out today, but that's been keeping me a little preoccupied. I really haven't even been on social media, to be honest with you. Um, all right. Sorry, I'm just opening this up. So, uh, Michael, Michael, new patron in the group. Oh, you actually um, you commented on the post when I welcomed in. Amen. Um, and then we have another patron, but he's not in the Facebook group yet, so I don't don't have his name handy here. Podcast reviews. Are you looking at your phone? Yeah, I'm looking for something specific. Uh, Del Duncan, great pod. My wife and I just found out that we are pregnant. Uh, I started listening, and I am hooked. Oh, I hope it didn't just out Del. Well, not that his friends are listening, but um, hope these guys can start coming out with more content. Also, could I be a guest? I've had a few requests to be guests um, recently, actually. Oh. I'd like to have my friend Greg on. As always, go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review, and we'll read it. Um, also, Dustin, are we going to start doing Clubhouse or what? Yeah, you got to check us out. Um, we're going to pick a day sometime in the next uh, few days um, to start doing on weekly Clubhouse. And uh, I'm really excited about that. I mean, I feel like it's something that we could <coughs> possibly try and do like almost daily. Oh, yeah. Like on my drive into work or something. Yeah. Just to get it started. Because, I mean, I, I can be working while doing that. So if you guys aren't on Clubhouse, check out Clubhouse. It's an audio platform. Um. 
where there's just like all these different rooms and the different topics and stuff. And you can follow people to get topics that are more, you know, whatever for you. Um, but you have to follow us on there. What's your, what's your name on there, Dustin? Wait, That's a good question. Do you have a screen name? Is on there? there a screen name on that? Or is it just you? Oh, I'm Dustin Lopez. Eric Smith at the bearded DJ. I'm Dustin Lopez at Dustin Lopez. Oh, see, I like continuity, so I kept it the same. I hate continuity. So, yeah, find us on there. If you need an invite, I know I have one invite left. I think, Dustin, you were handing yours out on Facebook earlier today. Yeah, I used all of them. I'll get another few in a little bit. How do you get new invites? You open rooms, man. I okay. got to talk to Terry Crews the other day. Did you really talk to him or you just listen? Well, I asked him a question. There's one room that I really like that I tried to get in today, but it was down. Did you, Were you... Were you no, trying? I was, I was working pretty hard today. It was down this morning when I was waiting on June. But there's a room every weekday at 11 where you just go on stage and then there's like four or five moderators and they just ask you five random questions. Huh. And they bring people up as they raise their hand. Like uh, when, when we get on there, we'll post it on Instagram and Facebook. Clubhouse. Clubhouse. Well, you know what they say, Eric. We talk too slow, listen at two times speed. That too. Why don't you tell them about the patron group and all that? At New Dad, Newer Dad, I'm, I've been putting the patron thing up front, so I don't have to worry about that. Okay. And uh, where can people find um, you? New Dad, Newer Dad, at New Dad, Newer Dad, at The Bearded DJ, at Dustin on the Road. Unless you're on Clubhouse, then it's at Dustin Lopez. Okay. Well, you know what they say here at New hey. Dad, Newer Hey. Did you try and just get at Dustin on Clubhouse? Yeah, I tried. Didn't work. I'm not a, I'm not an early enough adopter. Oh. That's okay. It is just Blab. I just wish Blab would come back. Blab was so great. Hey, you know how many times I've heard you say that in the last week? I know, but I love Blab so much and it's just it's just a <laughs> worse version of Blab. The rooms are exactly the same. It's all the same stuff. But you just can't see anybody. I don't I enjoy seeing people. Okay. Well, Sean uh, Purry. I think it's Purry. Purry. Sean, I need you to bring back Blab. I know you're not listening to this, but for the love of God. Blab Blab would have been huge during the pandemic. They really missed the boat. Yeah. Since, since closing down in 2000. That went out better, shouldn't they have? 2016 is when that. And I'm still not letting go of it. They really should have timed it out that- better. That was a time waster. I would spend, like, I would stay up until like two, three in the morning on Blab. Eric, what are we going to do with you? I would, I would sleep in the Blab bed, is what we called it in the third floor of our old house. Yeah, I remember. Okay, we've we've been going too long. Okay, well, you know what they say here at New Dad, Newer Dad, be a dad, be a real dad, read a book to your kids. Bye.